I don't know who it is, but there's always somebody who's hits their recording button with such gusto. I can hear it over the recording. No, I was wondering yeah. who that was too. Just I can I can it. say with confirmation it wasn't me. I want to say <laughs> Matt. No, I don't think so. I heard it too. Okay. It's James. It's Tony. James. It's Gabe. I don't know. Could be me. <laughs> Gabe, I don't Gabe like fucking just like stands up from his table and just smashes the fucking. <laughs> I just do an elbow drop. the mouse. Yeah, like a like a folded chair, like a pile driver, and just smash the mouse. That could work. All Is right. that why James well, sometimes it didn't work? It's time out for to you? record, brother. Yeah, it's a tender <laughs> moment. Right. All right, we'll do a clap sync. Uh, all right, clap sync in three, two, one. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Welcome, everybody, to something that is not Mass Effect. It is not golfing with your friends. Holy fuck. Um, where where does that leave us? Like, where can we go That leaves that? us with nothing, I think. I think we're just out. Yeah, there's just no Mass kidding. Effect, and I'm leaving. <laughs> Reasonable. Reasonable. Hey, uh, Gabe, you should, uh, at some point post on the instagram or send to our resident instagram expert the picture that elena got you um speaking Why, yes of, i should speaking of mass effect elena worked uh tirelessly to get gave a piece of memorabilia from the adventure uh and so we should post that it's it's cute i got a very loving gift mm-hmm. it was strange yeah. i was like very nice this is great <laughs> and it's been sitting on my desk for like three days before we had to like finally could actually give it to Gabe and so I was just sitting there like looking at it just like this definitely does is not for me but it is like a good it's good can I guess what it is sure before it's revealed yeah. it is a locket with Whoa. a picture of Liara and Garrus Vakarian inside <laughs> of it that's no. pretty close what it actually <laughs> is is it's a framed picture of male shepherd and Garrus like in a bro moment <laughs> oh my god yes like they're like touching foreheads and like looking at each other like yo nice we did it man um so it's, it's pretty nice. it's more romantic than a bro moment but it i love be. it all the same yeah well you know you've been through a lot in, in the in that universe plus it's nice because it's mostly black and white except there's just the littlest bit of red in the n7 armor and then the frame is black and so it's just like a really nice just whole presentation Damn. yeah it's well done sounds great. well done it sounds like all the title cards for uh, the Avengers Endgame advertisements. Are they like that? <laughs> Pretty much. Did Shepard get snapped away? What happened? Gabe, yeah, did exactly. you put it above your bed? Uh, no, I'm going to put it right on the right on my end or my little nightstand. Uh, Garrus can watch over me while I sleep. Good. Good. Yeah. It's gonna be like that Wolverine meme of like Wolverine in his bed, like holding a photograph and just he truly is carefully your caressing it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So okay, you're right. We didn't play those games, despite the fact that they still hold on to us and we to them. Um, but <laughs> what did we play? <sighs> These are the questions. This week, James finally got. <laughs> His wish that he's been wishing Yay. since February? Question mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, since before that, but I knew that you guys weren't going to go for it. Right, because okay. So to preface this, when <clears throat> we when we had scheduled all of Mass Effect, actually, you maybe if you're listening to this, you listened to that deliberations episode. But originally, the plan was to play 
Mass Effect and in between each game of the franchise play another game right. just as a palate cleanser, which was right. a great mistake on our end. Right, true. Um, <laughs> because we soon learned maybe we should play these back to back. But as a result, uh, Ori and the Blind Forest was the game that James really wanted to play. And he's like, okay, we'll play in between Mass Effect 1 and Mass Effect 2. And then we put it to the wayside. And then we're like, oh, let's, okay, we'll play it between Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3. And no, 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 we got to play this. And then, no, 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 we we, we got to play golf with your friends because <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we need a true palate cleanser. Um, and so with that said, James, do you want to introduce us to this game that you have been waiting oh so long for us to play? Yeah, so Ori and the Blind Forest is a platformer game with gorgeous graphics and a wonderful soundtrack and um it's in the metroidvania genre um which if you don't know means um basically throughout the game you collect more and more um upgrades and abilities and those allow you to access various points um, throughout the whole map, which is all connected into itself. Um, so that there will be places at the very beginning of the game that you can't access till you have late game abilities. Um, mm -hmm. so it's all about exploring the interconnected map, um, learning, uh, your mastering your abilities and, um, uh, perfecting platforming agility. Um, Which already has me shivering in my boots because... And a beautiful story. <laughs> yes. Very true. <clears throat> right. Yeah, because mastering platformer ability is not something that Zoe signs up for willingly. Let's just say. <laughs> Honestly, me Definitely. either. <laughs> or Gabe. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think I said it during the last episode way back when, but I suck at platformers and um, this game is considered difficult for, you know, a platformer. And you know what? I will say it's not as difficult as Celeste. Well, right. It's except but that it's Celeste still in that has like God difficult mode. platform mode. Yeah. And uh, but I will say this was the first platformer that I've actually played with a controller. <laughs> If you'll believe mm -hmm. oh. it. Oh. Mm -hmm. So uh, we can get to that right. later. But because I have. I have Wait, you didn't play Celeste with a controller? No, I played that mouse and keyboard. Oh, my Mainly God. keyboard. Yeah, I remember at the time being like, you've Celeste got to stop is doing that. so <laughs> bad on the keyboard. It's so bad on the keyboard and it's so good on a controller. <laughs> Yeah, controllers right. and platforms and I will just made say, You know, this makes me want to revisit Celeste with the controller and be like, was it just me? <laughs> or, or is it actually better this way? It's um, definitely better that way, especially because you need the analog stick. The analog stick is just an amazing way to like not just do up, down, left, right, and the diagonals yeah. between them. You can do air control, curves, all sorts of cutesy stuff. Uh, it gives you the continuity of, of motion. Mm -hmm. yes, uh, Plus, everything's just at your fingertips, man. That's just like always the benefit of a controller. The games that fit controllers well fit them so well that you would like never want to stray from them. And then the games that don't fit them as well are always like 
really awkward and like you'll they'll just never be like no matter how much they can design like i kind of feel like yeah at this point it's become its own thing that people actually really enjoy but like if you look at like you know a lot of like first person shooters and stuff it just feels weird on a controller um and you can get used to that and i actually do enjoy that but it's like it's just it's never gonna be the most fluid way to play it let's put it that way and like these platforms are the opposite where like a mouse and keyboard is just never gonna be the most fluid way i feel like yeah exactly and that's kind of how i felt in i i believe i played ori in the blind force for about two to three hours before i got to a pretty difficult section and nearly rage quit the entire game because i was so frustrated <laughs> Um, but I think, it, yeah, it has to deal just with, I think, the overall clunkiness of a keyboard. Um, one key difference I found was just in stringing together a lot of abilities because Ori and Ori has a bunch of abilities that just keep on adding buttons to your mm-hmm. to your glossary. <clears throat> and on yep. a controller, it's easy because it's like, oh, like hold down left trigger square or left trigger triangle. I, I'm doing this with a PlayStation controller. I'm not a true Xbox person, so uh, sue me. But um, I don't think that feels necessary. But all right. But, well, <laughs> but, so, well, I mean, only Ori's because a, this game was developed by Microsoft Studios. Microsoft, for, oh, yeah, specifically designed for an Xbox controller. But, uh, but yeah, it's nice to be able to differentiate those items knowing that like okay i always need to hold down left trigger just to switch the symbol button that i need to do whereas like in a keyboard it's like you have to hold down c a and r for one ability but then you have to do c a and f for a completely different ability and also the thing with ori is like it is i'm looking at my keyboard and i'm like that's not (laughs) good (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no. And then also you're trying to move around with WASD. Yeah. So uh, have fun with that. <laughs> um, yeah, you need mouse buttons, bro. Maybe it, maybe it becomes legit with mouse button custom macros. Think but it's, about it. it's maybe. a... Maybe. <laughs> but the mouse... But your, your hand's not going to be on the mouse. At all? Yeah, the mouse was solely just used for attacking. Like left click for the little spirit flame and then right click for your more bursty attack ability really yeah yeah and you can actually aim uh, it with the mouse yeah you, that's the nice part you, you can, can aim, aim it, it? yeah yep. aiming is interesting as a concept because it ends up on controller they auto aim uh. for you they just select and like highlight the thing that you're you're gonna attack if you're within range so it ends up being more of kiting than it is really attacking anything you're kind of just like jumping around within somewhat of like a two-pace like distance from an enemy just like dodging projectiles and they're like shooting projectiles like across the screen that there's just literally no way you're going to step over there because you're trying to like hug them to shoot them (laughs) right yeah i will say like that does lead to kind of some weirdness i feel like in the combat where it's like i often get hit by like the point blank projectile that they shoot out because i'm trying so fucking hard to be close to them to actually shoot them that there's not like a, a sweet nasty dodge that i could like see coming exactly i mean there kind of is because they do telegraph but i just i off you know like the guys like shoot out like like one up and one left and one right and then the one maybe straight at you and you're like okay but it's like i'm always just 
right fucking on top of this guy <laughs> trying yeah. to shoot him so, so all three I, hit you <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i feel with those enemies like there's like these big blobby enemies that mm-hmm. like you you kill the big one and it splits into two and then the two splits into four and then splits oh, like it yeah, kind of yeah. multiplies as it's dying out and those i just like ram my head against them because at that point like after they multiply so many times i'm like i'm just on top of them i'm just gonna spam my attack yeah i feel like spam your attack like is the answer there's not really punishment for it really yeah 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 Yeah. maybe besides just going into that fight with low health to begin with maybe but yeah so i think there's three control setups so i think there you can use um controller you can use mouse and keyboard, and I think there is an option to use only keyboard yeah. as well. Okay. Um, but one thing I noticed is that immediately I went to my key bindings, and I was like, all right, let's change these key bindings because they already are annoying me. Yep. Right. <laughs> and you can't change any of them. Ooh. Wow. Uh, and I was yeah. like, um, how does a game not let you change key bindings? That is yeah. a capital game. Really? Thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was, shocking actually. That was also why I was getting very frustrated at the very beginning playing with mouse and keyboard because you can't rebind anything. So you're forced to kind of memorize what they already give you. Mm-hmm. That's shocking yeah. partly because Microsoft is like trying to lead the charge for accessibility and like the number one thing in accessibility is just allowing you to rebind keys. Yeah, and actually yeah. for so I have the the pro controller, the Xbox whatever pro controller um the elite controller i think is actually the right term it doesn't matter but when when you plug it into a computer it actually like runs like a separate program between you and the game so even if the game doesn't allow you to rebind everything like you can rebind everything for every game like no matter Mm. what on the controller itself through their program um and you can set up like four profiles and so i've definitely used that sorry what (laughs) i said you're sick hacks yeah, exactly. So I've I've never I mean I've used that like non-trivial amounts of times, like probably like almost every game. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> like, huge. Just like especially if they don't allow you to rebind. Um the problem is, is like it's always nicer if the rebind is allowed in the game because there's oftentimes like button uh overlap that gets really awkward if I'm like, you know, they say B is a jump like jump or something, but I'd rather it be like roll. You know, maybe there's like a jump at a roll and I really want B to be there. So, you know, you just want to move it around. But then you're in the menu and you're trying to hit back, which is also B. And you have to hit your rebound B. And it is nonsense. Like it destroys your mind. Like in, in Monster Hunter is a good example. Uh, their control steam makes no fucking sense to me. So I rebound everything. But then I'm hitting like right trigger to like go back in a menu. And then if I hit B in the menu, it like like selects the item. You know, it goes forward. It's like B is A and right trigger is B. And so if the game doesn't let you do it and then is smart enough to like continue to give you those same controller sort of setups that you want, like A is forward, B is back. Or if you're Nintendo, maybe the other way around or whatever. But like if they don't do that, it can be a nightmare. So I appreciate that Microsoft does let you rebind everything. That's nice. But like these dude games need to get on this shit in like a serious way because it's such a fucking nightmare um sometimes in in the rebinding world so mm. yeah but one thing that's really cool have you guys seen the elite controller at all actually because it so 
I think in execution, they kind of fucked it up, truthfully. At least the one that I have. I don't think it's the best controller I've ever had by a million miles, and it ought to be for how much it was uh, cost. But they do have these uh, paddles on the back, which some people really hate. They're like, if you imagine like the two triggers, right, for your index finger and then your middle finger, then you have mm-hmm. these two other fingers, your pinky and your ring finger, and they add buttons for those. So you get four extra buttons, but no game guarantees that you have those buttons. They're not new buttons. They're just things that you can program anything you want to be on them. So if there's any button that you think is kind of hard to hit, you can put it on those. And so I do it all the time. One that I really hate is clicking in the thumbsticks. I really don't like that feeling on my thumb. I don't know. I just don't like it. So I rebind it. And a lot of games like sprint, man, click down on the left thumbstick. So I'm like, cool. I'm just going to use my right ring finger and call that a day. Um, And that stuff is pretty cool. So there's like weird, it's like a weird controller development over there in like the paddle world. Um, so I I bought the Razer version of that controller, <clears throat> okay. which has maybe two buttons on each side as well. Hmm. And um, in the default setup for those, uh, one of those buttons um, reduces your... Um, sensitivity your aiming sensitivity and another one increases your aiming sensitivity okay which seems insane until you realize that on shooters um in with controllers like your aiming sensitivity is like everything in a controller and it's like basically limited to a certain speed um and it's impossible to aim anyways so reducing your aiming sensitivity when you're like aiming down sights or something like that. I don't know. It's weird. It's it's an interesting choice that they set it up that way. Yeah. Uh, new hacks in uh, con- console shooters. But, um, yeah, this isn't a shooter, so whatever. So that's how those Call of Duty people do it, where they get those, like, 360 no-scopes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, just... I think what they do is they play it on the computer. <laughs> Well, yeah, some of them just play on 10 sensitive anyways. That It turns out, okay, and I'll end this tangent after this, but it turns out that, that the reason why these, these people in Call of Duty can do those, back in the day, could do those 360 no-scopes is because you turn your sensitivity up really high, and then there's a moment where if you're looking in the general vicinity of someone, your screen slows down for a second, and it's the game recognizing, trying to explain to you that if you were to aim down sights right now, you would lock in on them and be very accurate, and it's a part of their aim assist that they just have built into the game. But people realize that that moment that you that the the screen actually subtly indicates to you that you've locked onto them before you even aim down sights is the same moment that you can get like a perfect fucking no scope for some reason. And so people can just jump off the sides of buildings and they'll spin around and they'll just identify this slight blip in their 360 or 720 or whatever the fuck and they'll just press the trigger at that exact moment, and that's how they would get all those shots. Um, anyways, fun fact. Genius. All right, that's that's a lot less skill than I thought it was, so yeah. that's interesting. But it just looks sick as fuck, and if you didn't realize that, you'd be like, this guy is out of fucking control. But really, it's a timing game. But okay, yes. Anyways. Yes, controller. Holy fuck. You have to play these games on a controller, I think. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there's... Maybe, like, the speedrunning community is different, and they use the keyboard because it turns out I don't even understand. But, like, as an average Sounds person... Like Matt played it on a keyboard. Yeah. So did Gabe. Yeah. Do you regret Oof. this? <laughs> no. 
I would say... Uh, I don't know. I Maybe I should try it on um, controller. Please try but it on the controller. <laughs> the, the only thing that's not really good about it is spacebar while trying to jump up walls is god-awful. Okay. It's not just me, then. <laughs> no, yeah, it's Jesus garbage. Christ. <laughs> I, I'm hoping it's just that I'm using spacebar <clears throat> and not, like, an A button. But, yeah, it's bad. I, I think that I think that is is the case, because I, I was reviewing my notes before I switched over to controller, because I had some thoughts about this game. And actually, if you go into, like, the forums online, there are so many people playing with keyboard who just say, like, does the wall jump ever get easier? Like, why does it feel so janky? Hmm. Like, the other day, I was talking with McCoy and James, and I was just like, yeah, the wall jump mechanic in this game is just garbage. And they're just like, yeah, it's pretty good, actually. I didn't think it was all that bad. And I was like, is it just me? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like, it's, it's awful. <laughs> But yeah, as soon as I switched over to a controller, though, the wall jump got just so much better. Like, I don't know if it's just because for me and Matt, I don't know if you felt the same way or Gabe, like I just felt like the game wasn't registering every single one of my space bar hits. Thanks yeah. for including so, me. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I just felt like I would just have to like really mash, <laughs> like hard press the space bar and like deliberately be like, Jump, 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 fuck. So like, I have a theory constantly. as to why that is. I was, because I was watching, like, Matt, actually I was watching Gabe uh, play it a little bit, and he was complaining about the exact same thing. And I think it's because of the double jump, which you may not have had at that point, but because any time during the air they need to register a jump command for a double jump, that what that I think creates in this scenario is if you are not perfectly on the wall, it registers a double jump command as opposed to a wall jump command which if you don't have the ability is a non-input and then just eats the input so it's like you have to be perfectly on the wall um for it to register but if you have like but if you spam right then it's fine probably anyways um yeah well i've noticed it it almost like if you don't spam it's like if you kind of like time out your and like tap it more mm -hmm. like a rhythm it you climb the walls more efficiently at least how, yeah. that's how I noticed it. Because yeah, if you just kind of yeah, like I, spam it, your character just kind of like slowly climbs up the wall or you just like fall off. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So like spamming it actually isn't good because you will crawl or just like slide down the wall. You you won't climb up the wall efficiently, like Gabe said. Yeah. You have to time it out. I never... So, I mean, I that, is, that is true. Off. That is true on controller as well, that you need to time it. Um, but it doesn't, it, but it, I, I feel like it, it, uh, it doesn't eat your inputs as much. I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I, I guess I would say like, I, I never fell off really from spamming it, but I definitely was clearly better if you timed it. Like you could, and it's the same thing with like, this is another one of those platformers that has hold jump to go higher and like release it earlier to like stop jumping mccoy that's almost every platformer i know but what the just fuck gonna put it out that there. shit like wrapping my head around that is it's, like <laughs> it's actually it's a very good mechanic which adds a lot of depth to the game mm -hmm. and you're just bad at platformers yeah no i Oof. understand all of this to be true um, <laughs> i totally get that like what i will say is that 
like I do, I'm really bad at platformers. Typically, I would have had the good fortune of we've played like 50 hours of Hollow Knight at this point now over the past yep. like three months or more, and so it was like I had trained for this because. When I first bought this game, I played about an hour, and I think I failed on some of the very first jumps. And I think I was playing with Elena, and I think she turned to me and essentially said, "Like, like, are you need to stop?" So, yeah, and I was sort of like, "Oh, I can do this," and it's like, but then I was like looking at her, like, "But well, I don't know if I want to do this." So, like, it's really beautiful and all, but maybe we can be done and just listen to the soundtrack on YouTube while we work later, you know, like that sort of thing. Like, it just felt like that was the right way at that time. Um, to experience this game because uh, the platforming just is what it is but it's it's interesting now after having played so much practice I'm still not good at platformers but it's like the whole world of platformers is now accessible to me at least if I if I focus and try it's not like I'm good at them but I can do them now and so it's just it's just interesting because the second time around it's like oh I understand what this room is telling me I understand what these jump scheme is telling me I understand what the controls are telling me like I understand what this thing is it's just like a relatively i would say high bar um before you can really enjoy it that maybe we're all creeping towards with these like little bits of experience here and there but i feel like most people just like played those when they were a kid and then they have that bar and they're just fine but if you started fresh on a platformer it's got to be the most excruciating experience maybe of all time like is there any i oh my god it's so hard right yeah I think the other thing that kind of makes it more challenging is um, the world is really beautiful, but all of the edges of the platforms are like not really clearly indicated. Yep. Yeah. Really? So, like the spikes, for instance. Yeah. Oh. Um, mm. Or like, like in a lot of platformers, every platform is just a completely flat surface. Or like the the edges of things are flat surfaces, but for this, like every single wall is like slanted at the corners. Instead, so like you don't jump at the end of the wall because your character would go down slightly if you did that. So you have to jump like slightly before the edge, which is not typical in in a lot of at least old platformers. Hmm. Yeah. And you get into fucking <clears throat> those phrases like uh, Wily Coyote time, which is like where you get off a platform edge and you can still jump because the game just wants to be kind to you. Yeah. You know? Well, and and uh, uh, I think they do that because it actually feels better to play when you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not so much being kind as like the player experience just improves. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I appreciate having it there. Extra oh, yeah. <clears throat> mobility. Yeah, I feel like yeah. what really got me about the, not the controls, but the controlling of the game, at least from, again, in comparison to Hollow Knight, right? Like, at least for me, that's the most immediate comparison, is that um, there's a lot of momentum in this game, like a lot of momentum. And it's specifically like your jumps are horizontal momentum. They're not vertical momentum. You can't really go that high, but you can go really far. And so it's like, it's like committing to that momentum if it's the right thing to do and like, using like the timed jumps or whatever to like just keep those like that like momentum kind of going in a way is like is definitely how they want you to play it but it leads to a lot of like you're jumping and then you're like i don't know if i'm gonna make it and then you hesitate and it's like that's the wrong idea no matter what you're doing like because you can't Mm. really turn around you can just 
have a worse jump and then fall and die. <laughs> like that's... And I'm also I'm dumb and just forget constantly that you can like hold down jump to go further. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or go higher, and I'm just like, why can't I make this jump? Uh. <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of moments in this game because also as James was describing the game genre before, like there's a lot of areas in this game that you can't access, but you can later access due to unlocked abilities. Mm-hmm. However, I really struggled with the beginning of the game and where I was just like, I don't know if this is an area I can't access or if I'm just bad. <laughs> like mm. I, I don't like, am I trying to brute force something that the game just doesn't want me to access because I get a longer jump or because I get a, you know, a double jump layer, which in that case it was, the double jump would help you get into this area. Um, but yeah, a lot of me was just like, I, I think I'm just bad. <laughs> yeah. There's that yeah. fear. I feel like that's like a level of like familiarity with platformers where eventually you're like, you look at it and you're like, this is impossible. Like you can just feel it in your mm-hmm. soul. Like, no, this is impossible. Okay. And like, yeah, I, I've had, I've had similar because I've had to like in playing this game, it kind of, I've had to like, go back into my memory archives in my brain and recall playing uh, Metroid games when I was younger and be like, this is a, it's a Metroid game. So it's like, you got to remember that, yeah, you'll come across areas pretty, you know, pretty soon after you start playing where it's like, I can't make this jump. Why can't I make this jump? And you're like, oh, I probably need to get some kind of upgrade or something. Yeah. 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 And usually they'll like show you an example, like right after the upgrade, like you'll like walk through the room where you're about to get an upgrade and then it'll be like, hmm, I can't reach that thing. That's strange. <laughs> yeah. You'll like fall you're down like, like a, a steep incline and you're like, I can't jump back up that. Oh, hey, here's double jump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They definitely do a lot of that. I will say like another thing that's really interesting about this game is like, can anyone does anyone have like a mental sense of like how long this is compared to Celeste? Cause I feel like they're probably comparable, but Celeste to me felt so much longer and harder and like mountainous than this does. Does anyone else get that vibe? Because um, you're climbing a mountain Celeste. Yeah. I mean, you, you literally are. Yeah. I mean, I think that if you're perfect, Celeste might actually be faster. I don't know if that's true or not, but, um, I think that, like, each individual room is so much more of a challenge than each individual kind of, than than the challenges in this, in, in Ori. Um, especially, like, getting towards the later game of Celeste, compared to what we're doing right now. Because even, like, um, the mid-game of Celeste, I was like, holy fuck, this room. Like nine rooms out of ten i was just like oh my fucking god <laughs> like this is impossible um i do wonder i th- actually yeah now that you mention it i kind of want to return to celeste also but yeah like th- this feels in a way, sorry uh, i was just saying in a way celeste just felt more relentless in terms of it was just like sweet you completed this room now here's another hard room sweet you completed this now here's another hard one like Mm. at least with ori i feel like it does give you complex segments but then there's also a nice room to kind of breathe especially once you start opening up the map a little bit more Mm -hmm. and you are traversing over areas you've been before yeah um you definitely kind of 
are able to have more of those exhale moments. Whereas I felt with Celeste, it was just like just pummeling you in the head yeah. constantly <laughs> where it's just like, and another one, and another one. And Celeste, and another one. <laughs> I don't think like this. Celeste had instant death, right? Yeah. Like this yeah. game has health and this game also yeah. has this checkpoint system that allows you to like save in the middle of a room if you're struggling with it. Which I feel like somewhat, you... not exactly. Yeah. Like you can't save on uneven terrain or when there's danger nearby. Yeah. But for the most part, like yeah, if you go into like the middle platform of a complex room and it's a steady platform surface, you could save. Yeah. 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 And then you can hit those save points. So like that at first I thought that I was really I remember playing it the first time I was really frustrated with and even the beginning of playing it this time I was very frustrated with the save system. Because I was just like, and actually, like, Gabe made the joke back to me, and I was like, dude, I 1 million percent already said this on a wind down Wednesday. In other words, I feel your brother. And he said, like, dude, this feels like Mass Effect 1 again. Because you just lose everything when you die, if you forgot to save. <laughs> you just lose everything. Like, it's not even subtle. Like, what's actually really interesting is that, like, people think, like, Dark Souls is one of the most punishing games ever. But actually, like, if you pick up an item in Dark Souls, you don't lose it when you die. Like, it doesn't go away. And in this case, you it's literally full reset, hard reset. And so it's just like that feeling of like, you know, you succeed at something and then you try a little bit more and you die and then you realize you have to succeed at that other thing again because you just weren't, you weren't thinking about saving. Oh, that was brutal at first. I will say like I got used to it. And once I started to think about it and I felt like the way they wanted me to think about it, which was, hey man, this is a checkpoint system, but you can just orchestrate based on your own uh, sense of the difficulty and of the challenge where you want the checkpoint to be. Like, you can do that, and I'll give you a ton. Then I was like, okay, I actually understand, and this is working really nicely for me. But at first, I was saving those resources so hard. Um, I don't know why. I just was. It was like that innate gamer thing of, like, i got to save this resource. And I was suffering. I was getting rocked. Oh, my God. Um, did anyone else have a similar experience yeah. where eventually you just started saving everywhere, and you're like, oh, we're fine. I, I actually didn't know that the game didn't autosave for, like, the first 30 minutes of the game. And so I just... Literally, I, I think I was playing on Wednesday, mm -hmm. and I started playing, went through the whole like intro part, and I was playing, and then like 30 minutes in, I died, and it just sent me back to like when you're just the glowing white character, oh, and I was oh, like, no, Whoa. I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> Is this and I, I just, oh no I just all one life run. immediately Let's i was like go. well i'm done for the day yeah <laughs> i guess i'll come back and play this later that's like one of those things where like like just people walk into the room hey matt how you doing like, i'm fine okay i'm fine <laughs> just don't test me okay and remind me to save they're like what are you even talking about it's like doesn't matter just remind me to save um so i actually set like I set like five minute timers on my phone to just ping me because I just I suck at remembering to save games. And this game screwed me over so many times because <laughs> I would like string a couple like rooms and I'd be mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm doing so well, I'm doing so well. And then I like maybe just hit some spikes that I knew I should have passed over like easily before. And then it just like yep. warps me all the way back yep. to the beginning of a very comp complex sequence. Yeah. So, like, I, I needed to set actual physical reminders for myself being, like, I literally, it's 
it's a reminder on my phone that I just do that goes off every three minutes that just says title wise, have you saved question mark? Nice. (laughs) Nice. That's amazing. I think that (sighs) is one of the benefits of like the wind down Wednesday format or whatever. Like I'm playing it with James and Elaine, just like watching and I just task them with, it is on you. If I forget to tell me to save, like that is your responsibility. (laughs) So like, I, I think when you said that you already said that it was like Mass Effect 1 with the saving on a Wind Down Wednesday, I believe that I was the one that said that it's a Mass Effect 1-like saving mechanic where you just do it all the time after you do anything. I see. That's the answer. It's just save no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The thing is you have to use that resource to open doors and whatever else. Um, Yeah. So like you can't be saving it all the time or you can i mean they're honestly they're very generous with how much they give you and every time you see one of those crystals Mm -hmm. that you break it if you've been saving your resource and you have full like you you might as well save right there because they're just going to give you one back so you might as well yeah so even if you're just using that i feel like there's reasonable saves but once i really truly realized just like 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 simple shit like save for convenient shit like i saw this cutscene already i'm saving because I don't yeah. want to see this cutscene again. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big one. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, there's a couple. I There's one particular cutscene in this that I think I watched maybe upwards of 15 times. And Oh, this no. Is, this, is, this is why I'm bad at these games. Because you would think maybe after the third time, it's like, okay, save your game after the cutscene. But no, I just continually <laughs> bash my head into this. I think it was like a dark room where you can't really see much in front of you. So you kind of have to like feel your way around the map and i would just constantly die and just have to watch that same fucking cutscene over and over oh my god yep and i think yeah i think brandon was in the room after one of my rage moments and he's like how about you just save after the cutscene i'm like i can't just oh yeah i can thank you yeah for me it was when the the like shadow mike wazowski is like dropping the orb down the hole and then jumping after it mm-hmm. god i watched or the that one so or whatever yeah i watched yeah. it so many times yeah that's just like Shadow when you Mike realize it's just i know <laughs> just also it made me so happy when his legs got crushed i was like yes <laughs> fuck you dude same i was so mad when your character just like helps him and lets him go unpunished i was like hell no <laughs> give me freedom of choice Where's my renegade option? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that would be like very um, different outcome with the story because he does come back and help you a lot later. So like, just the, I'm just imagining like the the player choice version of Ori where he's just dead and you have to like do an extra like ten rooms in order to like do whatever the fuck he helped you with. Oh, okay. So should we talk about that? All right. What about your player character and what about the the scenery? Like, cause it's you've got to admit that's pretty beautiful, huh? Like when you're just moving around and like, you know, when you're remembering not to be frustrated, if such a thing is possible to remember, um, <laughs> there's, it's a really beautiful, like fluid, like game. And if you just like run around and are jumping, you're just doing like cute flips and shit. And like, you know, there's, there's all this music and, and lovely scenery. So there's like all that to, to, to back this cutscene you watch 15 times. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say the game does feel very fluid, but then having to stop and save whenever you feel like there might be danger ahead kind of takes away from that fluidity. 
Because you can't just like run in and be like, all right, let's see what's in here. You have to like, all right, hold on. I don't know what's in there. Let me stop, save. Okay, now we can go in. Yeah, peek your head in. Hmm. Yeah, I've had that a couple of times where like I do a, like a there's like a big jump and I'm like oh sick let's go and as I'm falling down I realize there's spikes beneath me I'm like oh no I've made a mistake <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god have you guys ever Rubber had scratch. that scratch yep that's me you might be wondering how I got into this position yeah exactly <laughs> oh god the freeze frame right when you're about to hit the spikes all right that's yeah hilarious. there's definitely a lot of times in this where I yeah I, I get like a nice flow going. And then suddenly this like little itch in the back of my brain is just like, save, 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 save. So then it's like, I have to break the chain of flow just to be like, okay, fine, <laughs> save. It, okay, it, go now. Is that sound in the, or that, that feeling in the back of your head just like, wait, I'm not suffering. Like, I have to save. Ex- like- exactly. And it makes me feel really uneasy because I'm like, there's going to be some rock that's just going to fall down and crush me because, you know, platformers like to be cheeky with that sort of thing where it's like, Ha ha ha, here's a weighted rock that just crushes you from nowhere. And now you know you need a dash from that area, but you didn't know walking oh into this God, room yep. that that's what you needed to do. <laughs> so like that that is Does that I, really happen a lot in this game? It happens like once or twice. Not nearly as maybe like relentless as Celeste, I feel. Well, but. one thing that really gets yeah. me about this game is that it has like the health bar system where you can know if you have like orbs you collect that is your life force, you can take as many hits kind of as you have orbs except for in certain yeah. circumstances where you just outright die from touching something yeah or that it does three or oh something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the lasers will kill you yeah it just seems like inconsistent sometimes or like yeah. uh like a rolly dude will hit me and i'll just die immediately and i'm like oh yeah sorry. The thing. like the th- the thwomp <laughs> makes sense it's like okay if i'm getting smushed between two things yeah. then like yeah that should kill me but yeah some of the enemies will like bump into you and instant kill you. And it's like, well, why the fuck is that guy's laser beam not doing it to me? <laughs> but you just like head button, butting me insta kills me. What? Yeah, I do. I don't know. I, I didn't definitely didn't run into that. I did run into one area that was clearly like way harder than I was supposed to be at. Like if you go like up left, I think it was what it was anyways. Like I, I know that yeah. those guys were like doing tons of damage and like fucking my shit up, but I definitely didn't run into enemies that, Am I wrong, James? That, that one shot at me? Maybe. Fuck. I guess I also um, got a lot of health orbs the too. The roll, the rolling guy and the rhino guy. Oh, the they rhino one shot guy. You. Might. Hmm. The rolling guy. I don't know if you ran into that guy. Maybe I didn't. Maybe so, dude. Maybe there's just these like one shot motherfuckers out there that I just no, definitely they exist. <laughs> oh god. The the, the rolly the rolly guys were, I felt were inconsistent because there would be some moments where it hit me and I'd take maybe about two green cells of life off. So like I knew they were powerful and I wanted to avoid which, them. But then other times I'd like uh, they're 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 green. They gr- they're green and they, they roll and they ex- explode into green. I don't think yeah. we've run into those yeah. yet, James. In what area? Do you Top are you guys left? playing the definitive edition, James? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I know it, that for sure the they top exist. left. Oh, okay. So that's the area that we left. They're right? not top left. I don't. Is that they're they're in? It's like not the, the area with the owls, right? No, no. Not so you know, area. you did you do the one where like you're running up a ramp and then there's this like one enemy that shoots this l- really powerful laser, but it kind of tracks slow, so you can like you have to run under him and then run up a wall. 
while he's like right, trying yeah, to that, track you with the laser. I I don't think McCoy went to that area yet. Nice, dude. I skipped out on Maybe all not. the frustration. Hell yeah. It's <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to do it later. this week. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I have yeah. more health cells now. Yeah. You know, so there is um, right. You were like, we can go up to that upper left area, and I was like, or you could go up to the tree, and you were here, like, okay, I posted let's go it up to the, the tree. Dis- I posted to the Discord what these ones look like. Oh yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some real motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like with those, though, yeah. Like if I if I got hit, I'd go like two cells off. But then it's like if I jumped directly on top of it, I lost all of my health and just died instantaneously. Yeah. So. Or you get caught in the goddamn explosion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so what, so then I guess it's just like a bigger conversation about combat. Like, how do you guys feel about the combat in this game? Like platformers in combat have sort of all sorts of different vibes. And I feel like styles or whatever, like this one, it's like a lot of kiting and a lot of like smash this button while I run around or what do you yeah, guess about the combat? I, I'm honestly not a fan of it. Um, I, I do think it's helpful that they have like that kind of mechanism where it kind of like auto targets enemies near you. Um, and I appreciate there's some variety where you can like do like the whole charge attack, but I, I'm not a fan of like the um, like spam button and just run away, come back, spam button, run away. Mm-hmm. In a way, I like it more because I just hate combat in general. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> I'm a story. I'm a story. You hate combat person. in games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, hate, hated it in Mass Effect. You know, hated it. In, no, but uh, like, so a I don't know. I I kind of just like spamming my, you know, my square button. Just mm-hmm. spam, 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 and they die. And I'm like, sweet, on to the next wave. <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah. Um, oh, that's another thing. It kind of reminds me oh, go ahead. of it, when they changed um, the Sonic games from being jump on their heads to hit them to, like, you would jump up and then hold A, and you would, like, charge up in the air and then, like, automatically target and hit them on the head. Hmm. And sometimes that would work, and sometimes you'd, like, get the shit knocked out of you and lose all your rings. <laughs> So- Sonic games aren't what they used to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's but it kind of reminds Get me of that. Together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, you, then you rethink the whole ring idea. Okay, wait. Hear me out on this. What if they made a 3D Sonic, right? Think about that. Dude, every 3D that. Sonic game is fantastic. Right? Think about how that could work. These are just pure facts. Mm-hmm. Sonic yeah. 06, have you heard of it? Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what did next time on the podcast? I, I do think the <laughs> the combat in the in the game did get more interesting with the introduction of, and it was at the very end of the segment where we stopped. But the introduction of the mid air, um, I don't know what exactly to call it, but like you you jump in the air, and if you jump near lanterns or enemy projectiles, you can pause there, have a direction to like leap further into yeah um yeah, oh yeah that's kind of cool i think th- this mechanic is pretty cool yeah i i do like that i feel like this is going to be the rest of the game and i feel like this is the game this mechanic like i'm just looking at it and i'm like i feel like that's all the pieces put together now like because that shit is crazy 
it's like projectiles, it's lanterns, but it's also enemies too. So you can straight just run at an enemy and use them and throw them places and do crazy shit. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like this is the game unlocking and showing us it's like true form. Whereas before it had restricted its pieces and it was trying to like slowly add them so you could learn them. But I really get that sense of like, especially in that last sequence, the last sequence that we played, it was so obvious, like, holy fuck, like Ori is here because you're just like the water's coming and you're just like shooting all the way up this fucking tree. It's like super epic, honestly, um, and really fluid and you're doing flips and it's like beautiful and all these things. You're like, OK, 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 OK. This is their fucking game right here with this mechanic. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I do like the fact that like the projectile, if you choose a projectile that you're leaping off of, the projectile goes in the opposite direction of you. So you can also use it to your advantage of getting rid of enemies, you know, behind you or, you know, pitting enemies against each other. I use that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And I'm, I don't know. I, it's cool I'm how kind you of can wondering... manipulate the train that way. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of wondering about the aiming of that when you're using a controller because i think that might actually be that one ability might be where mouse and keyboard players might actually have an advantage because it would probably be easier to aim it yeah i would imagine significantly although that being said it's very doable on controller like you because you can because you have it quite a bit of time it stops time and you can like point in a direction and then you can kind of like edge the thumbstick to point but definitely like a mouse would be way more precise in that area um, unfortunately, if you can't wall jump, then you can't get very far in this game. So. Yeah, that's yeah that's true. right. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I, th- like the second I got that ability, I was like, wow, this changes everything. I've never seen anything like this on platform. Again, I'm not really a platformer expert and I'm the opposite. Um, but it was just like, I've never seen anything like this. This is going to be very interesting and very cool if they use this well. And I think they will. Um, because when you first start and you can just jump and it's this really horizontal jump and you see like a platform that like, you know, Mario could fucking get to. What the fuck? But like, you know, already just like dives like head first. You're like, OK. Um, but then you get the double jump and you're like, OK, this actually makes getting up stuff and going around like way cooler. Like I can fall off stuff and then get an air correction double jump to like get on the other side of this, you know, platform or on the other side of this like thing hanging from the ceiling. So it's like, OK, I have a lot more control here. And then finally with this new mechanic, it's like, okay, now we just have just tons of different ways to like navigate this. And I, I hope it's going to be used in a bunch of cool ways. It probably will. Mm-hmm. But like before yeah, then, right? And it's especially cool when you're able to string all of the abilities together, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's really yeah. cool. So like I've upgraded like along with all the health orbs and like the soul links that you collect, you also collect these like ability points that you can put into a pretty minimal skill tree. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've leveled mine up where I now get a triple jump, Mm -hmm. which is just wonderful. Oh damn. You've already gotten that far into the skill tree. Um, I might've played a lot more, after switching to controller because now the game felt just so Uh, much better um so so i do have that but i have a triple jump now and so that's even more epic now where it's like doing these mid-air projectile re uh you know jumping higher but then also using a triple jump and then also using a bunch of other abilities that you learn like it just feels so much more fluid now 
And yeah, it definitely opens up the map so much better to the point where it's like, I kind of want to start a new game just to see how like helpless I felt at the very beginning of the game. Because it kind of does feel that way of like, there's so much to this world and I can do so little. (laughs) Because there's like so much like, there's so much like, um, you know, new puzzle opportunity, of course, where if you use all of these things together, you get, you can jump farther or whatever. But there's actually like, that's, that's nice. But there's so much just, I'm in the middle of this jump and I could use something to get me out of this nightmare I've created for myself. And the more things you have, like the more you feel like you can just navigate just generally, Mm -hmm. like, well, like, okay, well, I'm going to need maybe two of my double jumps. So my double and triple jump to actually get out of this because I really fucked up the first jump, but I think I can do it sort of thing. Whereas before you would just die. And then if you didn't save, you'd start over. <laughs> and it also helps, like, as you play, you gain more health orbs, therefore more chances to survive after screwing up, yep. which is nice. Yep. Like, those first couple hours of the game were rough because you have, like, three health orbs. And it, that just means, like, hitting the spikes three times is all you get. And so... um now that I've like leveled up to, I think I have about like nine health orbs now. So it's just so much easier now where it's like I hit spikes and instead of feeling this overwhelming sense of dread of like, oh no, I have two more chances left. It's like now I'm like, ah, no biggie, no biggie, we're yeah. good. And it's a really weird, like, so a lot of games actually have this and it's like a reverse difficulty curve. And it's very bizarre if you think about it. Like, I feel the same way about, um, like, I would say, like, a, a close comparison to this, in my opinion, is Dark Souls. But, like, it's like um, you get more health as the game goes on, like, by a lot. And you get more endurance, too. So you can, like, make more strikes. And you just you just become a lot stronger. But it's weird because as you become stronger, the game in many ways gets easier. Like, think of this game and think of how many save opportunities you have, right? You're, like, kind of low on the save resources because you only have, like, one or two or three orbs for a little while. Um, to save but eventually in the later stages like you have all sorts of saves man and so it's weird it's like this reverse concept of like now i have all these double jumps and all these dashes and all these saves whereas counterintuitively i'm sure that the maps were much simpler and i'm sure the tasks were much simpler but like when you have like two health you're terrified like you know Mm. so it's it's a lot of games do this where when they give you stuff you get more powerful but then you're also better at the game and so how do they like navigate difficulty in that way, right? If, if it's going the opposite way, it's hardest when you're n- new at it. That's kind of strange. Um, I, f- I do feel like this game probably navigates it by by forcing you to use that stuff. And it's But it's just something interesting to look at, I think, in a lot of games because a lot of times when you're really strapped for everything right at the beginning is when it's absolutely the hardest, but also when it's like brand new and you're like the worst out of it. It's just like a weird mishmash of all sorts of design concepts, I think. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, like for instance, like, when I play these games, I get, like, sloppier the more health I have. You know? Because I can afford to be. Which is, like, bizarre as a concept. You would think, like, as the game would progress, they would want me to be less sloppy. And that would be the learning progression. But instead, it's, like, you're going to be phenomenal at the start. And then you're going to stop giving a fuck towards the middle. <laughs> like, it's, like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense to me just yeah um as as a as a concept um i don't know i feel like the just the idea of um 
of like your your heightened awareness when you're at like one health really it can either make you play way better or way shittier yep. and i've been i've been there for both yep. for myself and for mccoy on wind down wednesday <laughs> oh my god yeah so um, a lot of things that i do so in wind down wednesday in for hollow night there's a currency that you um have and it's when you die it's on your soul and you can go back and get it right but you can't you have to roll them around with this currency um so you're you're always afraid of dying twice and losing it. And so to combat that pressure, what I would always do, and I would do it to the to the detriment perhaps of the viewing experience for James and Elena, but I would like see a, a, a large like issue ahead, like, okay, we're going in this new section, like, and they're just like, let's go, it's beautiful, I want to explore it. And I'm like, we're going to go back to the bank because I don't want to walk <laughs> around with 2,000 fucking shells or whatever the fuck because that's just gonna make me have like psychological trauma like i need to be free and willing to die in this area so that we can really explore it instead of like one health like scared like entering a new area being like i think we should turn around everyone's like no you can make this jump man it's a basic jump it's just a jump it's not even a dash it's just a jump and i'm like but if i die there you have no idea i will never get back here we don't have the map so there is that way that psychological pressure can like mount on you and so like in this game, it's like saving. Um, and in, in that game, it's just going to the bank, taking the five minutes or so to walk back to the teleporter, go back to the bank. But it's like five minutes. I would like spend the five minutes to make sure that my mind was clear for like the tough road ahead. And I think it's funny because if I compare this to what I was watching from Gabe, he almost like likes the pressure. He's like, fuck saving, bro. I want it. I want I could do this. This shit's easy, bro. And I'm like, save, bro. Are you insane? Like, you just got this, like, <laughs> sick sequence. Why won't you save? And he's like, no, fuck that, man. This jump's easy, you know? Dude, I'm just a masochist. And then you die on it. <laughs> Do you find that to be true, Gabe? You like the pressure? You like the... the, the to a certain degree, points? yeah. Yeah. But if I do it, like, twice and die both times, I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'll save. <laughs> <laughs> like, ouch, okay, this hurt my feelings. All right, moving on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I do think that stuff is kind of cool. I do think, like, the the just pressure aspect of it is interesting. And like, at least in my own patterns in games, I always do all of the, the busy work or the homework or the whatever, the non-greed work in order to reduce the pressure. Like, you know, I mean, the back in the day, that would be like grind out my fucking Pokemon or whatever. But in this case, it's, you know, save, like be diligent about saving so that I just don't have to feel that anxiety of like knowing how far I could could fall like I'd, i would be so annoying to rock climb with because i'd be like i know we've only gotten one handhold higher but i'm gonna need to put in a new thing in this wall <laughs> like, you know <laughs> like i'm gonna need to do that and it's it's kind of the same here with my saving it's like all the time um but i think it helps it helps at least for me to clear the mental pressure because then you're like hey no big deal we can we can be here all day but we're not gonna lose anything it's not gonna be frustrating i just need to like get the execution down and there's no pressure so it's all good like that's just that that's just such a helpful thing to me um like in fact just just finishing this concept like there have literally been boss fights in both hollow knight and in dark souls where i'll roll in with a ton of souls or shells or whatever the fuck it is and the process of getting their souls back is the first thing you have to do so when you come in naturally like, you have all your money on you, you die learning the boss. Now, all of a sudden, there's an extra step to that boss fight you have to do. You go in there, 
you have to kill your like you know shadow soul or whatever you have to get your money back while the boss is attacking you then you can start the boss again so it's actually way harder you start on the back foot you start having jumped around him, dodging him, and then getting your stuff back, and then fighting him. He might have already hit you. That sort of thing. So sometimes, I'll just look at that 2,000 souls, and I'll be like, it's done. I'm literally going to die intentionally twice, so that I don't trick myself into trying to get it back so many times, and starting this fight behind. I'm just going to lose it now intentionally, so I can reduce that pressure, so I can come in here, learn this boss fight, and get out of here. Um, and I think that stuff's cool. I think any any game that allows you to, like, do something that maybe like other people might be bored by or or you know anything you can to reduce the pressure i think that stuff is all really cool um especially in execution demanding games like this um really nice gabe and i were kind of so yesterday we were streaming ori to each other and i think we were just feeding off of each other's pressure <laughs> because there's there's <laughs> So I think McCoy joined in like an hour after we had been playing, but basically for the whole hour, it was just me and Gabe running around in Ori, continuously dying without having saved recently, and we were just going like, fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck. Just wanted to suffer together. <laughs> yeah, why well, suffer alone when you can suffer with a friend? Yeah, I do remember walking into that and being like, it just makes sense. Lunatics, like, save. And they're like, I guess I could. And I'm like, hey, no, 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 save. What are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, look, I, I know you guys like the suffering, but at some point the suffering leads to turning off the computer and anger leads to hate and hate leads to, no, but like, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just because I deal in absolutes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Do you think a game like this, like I do always wonder with platformer games, but, but a lot of games like, do I think we've all had some experience of platformers, maybe less and more, depending, uh, definitely less and more uh, amongst our group. But like, if someone was like, hey man, I've never played a platformer, but boy, is Ori cute. Do you think you could sit there and in good conscience be like, yeah, man, <laughs> you should play this game? I would agree that it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a very beautiful game. However, may I direct you to some Let's Plays that you can watch? <laughs> may I direct you to Mass Effect? <laughs> Yeah, like maybe, <laughs> maybe just watch a speedrun and call it a day. I I am actually really excited to watch a speedrun of this game now that I know how it actually works. I think that's gonna be so fucking cool. I feel that way about all these like platformer games that I've really struggled with because you just all of a sudden see someone unlock it. Like I bet you, like that shit where Zoe's jumping and being like, "Am I bad or can I not get here?" And we're sitting there going, "Well, you know, I'm an experienced platform player at this point, and I know you can't get there. I bet you a speedrunner can get there. In fact, you're probably even right." Um, and we're all just bad and he's just going to do some crazy air control fucking you've never seen before in your life and he'll get there. Um, and I'm down to watch it. Um, I was going to say there were definitely some areas I got to in this game where like af only after I got it, after bashing my head into the wall, maybe about 35 times, I like finally get to an area and I'm like, huh, that was difficult. And then immediately die from some OP enemy that I'm not supposed to encounter yet. Yep. <laughs> so it's just like, yep. it's like, okay, now I know for sure that I can't make it to this area. Thank you, game. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, holy fuck, do I have to watch this cutscene again? And that is Ori. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. I feel like... So do we want to talk about the story a little bit? Like, we Yeah, let's talk really, about the story. Especially since this game starts out 
with some heavy emotional baggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I was kind of... I, I I was fine coming into this game. Like, I wasn't in any, like, bad headspace or anything. And then this game just, like, took me and they were like, hey, here's this cute little critter mm-hmm. with a, its cute little caretaker. And the caretaker's going to be its mom. And here you are, you know, and then all of a sudden famine. They're going to starve. And they're starving. And I'm like, oh, well, this is this is fucking dark. And it's like, and then mom's going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like fuck (laughs) wait a minute Mm -hmm. (laughs) where's my cute game (laughs) it's actually so crazy like how much they were able to convey with so little like so like if you you know because i feel like it's so easy in games to be like well i don't know if they developed this mother character enough for me to really be attached and yet in this game you're like no like and you know what I mean? Like, no, but how stop, much of that no. has to deal with the fact that it's like, I don't know, these like cute little doe looking characters mm-hmm. as well. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, their art direction is pretty damn cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Even the starting menu is like, oh, this menu screen is like, it's just so beautiful. And you're like, wow. Like, and in fact, the section that we left off on is also like beautiful and calm and you're swimming around and you're just like, this game definitely has like a playful side to it that is like so inviting and god you're right it also has such a like well everything's dead so there's that and you're like oh cool but the music does anyone get that like land before time theme song vibe from it you know what i'm talking about (laughs) yeah yeah it's like real throwback when i when i opened the title menu for it i was like oh Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. You're like, I need to go back to Land Before Time. Dude, is Land Before Time, like, I don't know the answer to this, but is it, like, hilariously inaccurate scientifically now? Because, like, it's, like, you know, in the same way that they're, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. It was, I'm pretty sure it was hilariously inaccurate scientifically when it was made. Yeah, I, I so. yeah, and I don't mean it as, like, a diss. I just mean, like, you know, I swear to God, they're, like, actually, those things don't look like that. And you're, like, oh. But in all my kids' cartoons, they look like that. So what the can fuck we keep do you it? mean dinosaurs can't talk? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, girl, dinosaurs don't have eyelashes? What? Oh, God, I forgot about that. That is hilarious. <laughs> I can now picture it very clearly, though. <laughs> well, I mean, how else are you going to show that it's a girl? Come on. Yeah, well, the alternatives yeah, were not acceptable not for child You're not going to give it boobs. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's that, too. Yeah, the f- the first cut where they were like, okay, so I don't know why you felt this dinosaur needed to have really female features, if you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't know why you felt that was appropriate, but we're going to go with eyelashes, which is third on the list, but I think we can all agree it's not. You know, I I prefer that than to the have them just suddenly give the female dinosaurs, like, scaly looking breasts and be like, all right, now. This is what is this, a kid show? I'll leave them in. Yeah. Dude. A little oh something my for the parents. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like Toy Story, right? Like you watch it as a kid, but as an adult, you get so many more like lessons from it, right? That's the same thing with Lamb Before Time, except they have scaly breasts. So exactly, <laughs> right? Why is it's my dad funny heavy that you breathing? like mention Lamb Before Time though? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say I, I got a I got kind of like a Hayao Miyazaki like mm-hmm. vibes going into this for some reason. Listening Definitely. to the soundtrack. Where I'm just like, 
I don't know, with how gorgeous it looks and it's all about like nature and how pretty nature is. I got some like heavy Miyazaki vibes from it. Yeah, I could see it. I feel like yeah, if there's something you're going to go towards, I feel like that would be a really reasonable direction. Like it's just really well done. Like, yeah. Like if you're sitting there at the drawing board, like, God, what style are we going to evoke? Like Miyazaki? All right. I could see that. Let's do that. Sure. Yeah, I could. I could. Yeah. All right. So cool. Yeah. I mean, is there any more of the story to talk about? There is and there isn't. It's like it's a platformer. And I'm sure everyone else is mad at me because like platformers have plenty of story. But like, yes, but it always feels like window dressing on top of mechanics that you either love or don't love. Like, to be honest, sorry, I've kind Mario. Of been, I've kind of forgotten what the story has been as I'm playing with the mechanics. Like, I'll stumble across, like, you know, you, you find a tree, and sure, your little spirit of the force is telling you, like, who the spirit is and what made them famous and what they're well known for. But really, all I'm thinking is, all right, what fucking ability is this going to give me now? <laughs> yeah, listen to the tree <laughs> just, sing just to you. Give me the You're like, double jump, triple jump, dash. What are we thinking about here? <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, I, I like, feel the same way about a ton of games that are just mechanics focused. I still, I feel the same way about Valorant. It's like people are like, dude, did you know that this agent and the other agent like used to be like together, but they like spared the other one's life in like a light. I'm like, no. <laughs> Buy your gun I mean, and let's get nerd. to the battlefield. What are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, stop talking to me. We're trying to focus. So yeah, I just asked you for a vandal. Yeah, like, you need to drop me a vandal or else we're going to lose. Do you want to lose and know about the story or do you want to win? Like, but... And like, yeah, I've, I've kind of forgotten that there was a story to this game up until where we stopped, where it's like you escape this yeah. tree and then suddenly this fucking owl comes out of nowhere and you're like, oh, wait, there's a villain to this game? Yeah. Shit. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, that... Oh, no. That, that last sequence, I did want to fucking... Now that I remember this, I did want to say one thing about it, which is very specifically that our bro needs to give us a little better heads up what's going to happen. Like, bro save the tree bro like the waters will flow or something and you're like okay yeah and he's like you're gonna have to run for your fucking life you're like what like you could have said that shit before i went in there okay i like we're listen we're on a team i'm gonna help you you're gonna help me but i need some more communication maybe it's gonna double cross you at the end of this game it's an unreliable narrator holy fuck dude oh my god it's the owls like protege century <laughs> exactly dude that Jesus. makes sense okay now i'm like back in on the story i think this could really go places now <laughs> it's just it's funny to me because i think this art game's art style is so good and the music is so good that i think it might confuse a player or two that sees it on a steam sale to think to themselves that they should buy this game even though eh, you know platform is not really my thing it's like no dude it's mechanics win with window dressing fantastic window dressing the best curtains you've ever seen but you have to do whatever the fuck this analogy somehow is equating to mechanics like you have to do the mechanics you have to watch the view behind the curtains yeah, you have to be on the exercise bike i thought you were saying you have to watch the view like the the tv show, the talk show. oh my god <laughs> yeah and i, I don't was talk like, about that show i was like I don't want. I don't want to watch the view. <laughs> yeah, but... no game is worth that. <laughs> what? Someone that day literally came yeah. up to me and they said something along the lines of like, they were like basically talking like high level metagame about the view. Like, do you? They were like they started with like, do you remember like the second like you know like 
it was like, I don't know what words they used, but it was like the, you know, the twilight era of the view where they like got rid of this host and this other host joined in. Like that was really when they were hard hitting. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking like, about. I don't remember asking you about it. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, <laughs> like if I say no, like what's going to happen? Like the level of like, surely you understand like at least this, you know, very important part. If of I say yes, I, will you leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah right no i always just i always just tell the truth like tell it straight like i have no idea what you're talking about and they just look at me like really like oh man like everybody knows about that and i'm like no they don't you're like sorry bro no, i don't speak <laughs> english yeah <laughs> no one cares <laughs> that's like me like talking about like the intricacies of like uh some sort of esports like professional players career and I'm like well everybody knows that when he switched from this team to that team was really when he hit his <laughs> as we and they're like know. the f- yeah exactly <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> Yeah, but but point stands. All of the window dressing is amazing, but in the middle is mechanics, and you have to enjoy the mechanics. And I think I am enjoying the mechanics, especially where it's going. But but you have to. So I I mean, but but your so your argument that like this is not a good first platformer, I think does not. I don't agree with. Um, I think you're just an old man that doesn't like learning <laughs> new things. Um, Could it not be both? And that goes for everyone on the podcast um i just don't like platformers i wouldn't say it's not a i wouldn't say it's a bad first platformer i think it's a fine first platformer if you like that sort of thing right i mean that that that's my argument is that like it's actually it's like a great first platformer because everything around the platforming is so evocative that it it'll keep you in to learn how to play the game um and it's not punishing in the way that Hollow Knight is um, because you can save like right there. Mm-hmm. Also, you know? I, I have a... F- you just have to not suck. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's been but a I have tough a- <laughs> <laughs> I just have a feeling most people are going into this game and buying it because they're like, oh, look, this looks beautiful. Like, I want to see what yeah. this is about. Yeah, like yeah. they're, they're expecting like, a narrative yeah. story adventure that like you click on or something. Yeah, like, or they're like, yo, look how twice. cute and adorable the main character is. All right, I'm in. Sold. I'll take and eight. Then, and then you just cry for the first five let's put, minutes. Let's put it this way, and James. And you're like, wait, this is a platform? Let's put this way, James. <laughs> All of the people, like, I know a large group of people in high school, and I will characterize them. They're not a large group, but I just mean there are a large group of people that would fall into this category. But the way that I'll paint this picture for you guys is like, like ex-girlfriends of mine from high school, like would be like, wow, that's so cute. Can I play? And I'd be like, if you want to suffer, you can. And that's just how I feel about platformers. Like, you know, it's just like, they're hard as fuck. You know that, right? They're like, dude, I, I got you. And then they would put it down and be like, are you, this was insane, dude. <laughs> Like, holy fuck. And I think differentiating you. your ex-girlfriends <laughs> from your current girlfriends is Elena's like, wow, that's so cute. Play it and suck. No, yeah. The difference is that she would <laughs> never even think to be like, I'm going to try to do this because she's just she's on another level mentally. She's not going to do that to herself. She sees the damage and is like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, why should I suffer when McCoy can? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for me, it's uh, so Mama Steam. Like she, she's one who likes to purchase games because they look pretty and they look gorgeous. Mm, and, it's a risky move. Um, she she did like, she, you know, well she she found Year Walk that way and Year Walk was pretty good. But you know she did she did say like she texted me one day being like, "Is Ori in the Blind Forest a good like a good narrative 
point and click adventure game. And I'm just like, no, just I've never responded so quickly to my mother in my life. I'm just like, oh, no, <laughs> like, don't get that one. <laughs> and then later she's Mom, like, don't. Yeah. No. And then like three days later, she's like, I haven't heard from you. Are you alive? And then you're like, I'm going to wait on this one for a day. But the Ori one, like I really had. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was life or death right there. So wait. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one on red. So wait, yeah. so, so so James, you've you've definitely heard all of our first time experience with this game, but you as someone who's played this games, I like I say, there's a there's a bar that someone can reach with a video game, and it's having played it more times than Zoe has. And so in this case, you've reached the bar. <laughs> yeah. And um for this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I'm working my way up there. Second playthrough is gonna start soon. Don't worry. Yeah, so the bar is slowly raising. But at the Glad moment you've cleared it and um we we can have talks about yeah, whether I've we're already, down I've to retroactively remove your um you know award <laughs> if so we complete it three more times like is that fair um do you have to fight for the title like you have to come back and beat it and we're like we're all counting like do we have to watch the title to make sure you actually complete it and you can just say that no but like what's your so, experience with this game like what do you think clearly you picked this game it's one of the games that you surely like at least if not love and have played it i think twice and yes yeah, I I do love this game. Um it um I mean I pl like for platformers, I uh, I never played any serious platforming games until this one. Hmm. Um like I played some platforming games, I guess, but um not like seriously i'd say um you played a mario or, or two yeah but like i really i mean i played mario games when i was like a child and like sucked real bad at them <laughs> as we all did type of thing mm -hmm. um except like mario 64 and other 3d mario games which i played a good number of mm. um but i would say this game um I don't know. It, it, it just, it really holds a special place in my heart. Um, uh, the whole experience was, um, really joyful and the frustration was, I don't know. It was all part of the experience of, of really loving this game. Uh, maybe I'm slightly masochistic. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> Maybe you have to be to be a gamer. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, that got really high um, level really fast. I'm now questioning my entire life. Where are my gamers at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I um, it, And it, it brings me joy to force you guys to play this game, even though I know that you guys don't like platformers just because i feel like this was my entry into really loving this genre and feeling competent at it hell yeah and i would say i'm like kind of getting on to the platformer train after playing well at, after switching to a controller mm -hmm. i will say because oh yeah <laughs> no, then, I, so Christ. let me preface this by saying i never even realized that you could play this game on keyboard and i would strongly suggest that no one ever does that all right well i'm gonna beat it with a keyboard <laughs> like this is what i'm talking about it's not gonna save either i'll show you <laughs> no save no hit run let's go yeah 
but like there's a flow and a beauty to the execution of these types of games but this game in particular if you do start to nail it if you if you get rid of the spamminess and maybe it's appropriate in very certain circumstances but if you get into like the very methodical calculated like i'm gonna need to do this than this like because like for instance a lot of times i was double jumping in the air which would cancel my momentum like i wasn't finishing my first jump well enough and then canceling it with the double jump and like just fucking myself over but once you get better at that flow and that timing like there is like there there is a beauty if you're jumping back from left to right wall and there's like the way you're you're looking at ori and like this just it's just there is a beauty to it right like there's a flow to it is that sort of what you're discovering zoe a little bit as you start to play it more and yeah Exactly. Like, I, I I do like, I, I see it as a puzzle when I go into a room and I need to telegraph what exactly I need to do. Like, that is something I'm learning that I actually really like doing when I get to an area and I'm like, okay, I need to get to this platform up here. And clearly, given the elements, what I need to do is slide down this wall, jump at the very end, double jump at the end of that arc, and then dash, and I'll get to the wall. Like, it is kind of cool being able to telegraph things, especially now that I have more abilities for sure, where it's like, okay, I know I can make it to this area now. I just have to execute it properly, yeah. Um, yeah. which is always cool. And it's just, it's something I, I've learned playing this game that I really like doing. Like I'm, I am trying to 100% this game right now. So I am retracing my steps in a lot of these other areas, trying to like uncover all the haze and like 100% each region. So like, I don't know, in doing so, I'm learning how much I really like to do that sort of gameplay. Mm -hmm. Now, when- Did you 100% the Ginso tree? I'm at 99% and I have no idea. Why, where that one so percent is in 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 the escaping from the tree did you get all of the bits uh i got all the bits afterwards <laughs> can you just like roll through okay. the tree afterwards like casually yeah you you can roll after the you can roll through the tree afterwards you just can't exit out of the tree the way you did before there's like a ceiling there interesting when you go through because i was just like but, so i've i've oh, sorry, go ahead. i've gotten all the bits I am looking through the map and I don't see a hazy area, but I'm at 99% and I have no idea why. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Reasonable. We'll, we'll figure it out. What if every area is just 99%? Oh my God. Just that 1% taunting. <laughs> that would actually be so hurtful. That's like, but seriously, I mean, like, yeah, that's right. similar to the quest system in Mass Effect 3. So, like, we've already been tortured like that recently, so. <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> the 50% readiness rating mm-hmm. will forever haunt my mm-hmm. dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's teaching you to let bro. go. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Is it succeeding? Yeah. Um, yeah, but but that's but yeah. cool, though. So, like, I, I'm, I'm learning, like, and I will say I probably would never have gone through some of these areas if I had not switched to a controller, um, for sure. Um, I, I, I am still, like, you know, I do struggle through areas where it's very timing-based, a.k.a., like, a boulder's falling after you, so you have to execute everything perfectly to a T or else you die, like... I think the falling boulder section, I maybe died like 20 times. That's where I switched over to controller actually was that section. Um, and then actually getting out of the Ginsu tree, I only took about two tries before I made it out 
completely. Damn, humble flex. So best wow. gamer. Well, this is what I'm saying. Controller. Yeah. <laughs> Controller well, makes so it's, much more. Difference. It sounds like you are slowly cresting the like skill hill to like get you into the genre. Like especially with the like you know the 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 challenge on yourself to be like I'm gonna hundred percent this. I feel like that's gonna give you enough experience and training in this sort of genre to like be able to go and play any platformer you want it may not be easy but i feel like you're you're there like mm -hmm. whereas like i mean how many years and how many podcasts has it been like i fucking can't do platformers and it's like now you're finally like maybe there is what it sounds like well, like i said before like at the beginning of this podcast like i do want to go back to celeste now again because I've learned I've learned the beauty of the controller. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I Celeste was a game where I played three hours, exactly three hours and immediately put it down and I was like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. But now playing through this, I'm like, maybe I should try to open that back up and see. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll play Celeste and still put it down after an hour and be like, fuck this. But the real answer is play Hollow Knight. That one's actually good. That's the real answer. Got it. Mm -hmm. Celeste is actually good too. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I feel like Celeste is in many other ways like like a really hardcore platformer, like a really hardcore. Yeah. Which absolutely. like okay, and if you like yeah. that, like nice. Um, I feel like Ori is not. Celeste has also the advantage of having a lot of handicaps, right? Yeah. Like there's the no die handicap that you can do on Celeste um yeah yeah or which, infinite you know, jump or ori doesn't have that but i appreciated celeste having one like that but if someone wanted to say to me hey man the real celeste is without the infinite jump bro i think like they might have a point there like it's like they added a ton of really nice features to make it so it would be accessible to everyone but like not really and the reason why is because they're those accessibility features make you skip the game, you know, <laughs> if that makes sense. And so it's like, you can skip the game if you like the window dressing. And it's like, cool. And like, that's really nice that people are allowed to do that. But you skipped the game just to clarify, like, I, I think in some ways. Right. Yeah. So the game is what the devs would have wanted. Like, that's like saying like, you know, you can beat this game if you type in a cheat to the console. It's like, okay, true. But you skip the game. Like, like, in fact, dude, I, one of the most disappointments I've ever had in my life was when I was playing fucking, I think it was the original Doom or something. It's like Doom or Quake or something at one of my friend's house. My friend Zach's house was over there. And I was just like rolling around and I was killing everything. And I had invulnerability on, right? Because I was cheating hardcore, you know, because I was like seven and I literally couldn't do it any other way. But then, dude, what if I had got gave you every gun with all the ammo and you can't die? Sounds like fun. It's like, and it, by the way, it was fun. But then, like, his dad came in and was like, "Oh my god, dude, you're destroying this game. This is amazing." And he sat down and watched it. This is awesome. This is awesome. And then he slowly realized that I couldn't take damage, and he was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, this is so bullshit." <laughs> like, he was actually like mad, and he was like trying to keep it together, but he was just looking at me like, "I'm so fucking disappointed. I thought you were amazing, and now you're just cheating your way through this game." And so, <sighs> kids, like, basically, it was like his fucking <laughs> takeaway. Congrats um, on disappointing your friend's dad. <laughs> yeah, dude, it felt really good. I was like, yeah. "Wow, 
I get to disappoint multiple people's dads. Like, like this is like a really <laughs> great place to be. Um, Mine and my yeah, exactly. Dad. Just kidding, of course. But it was just it was actually funny because he was he seriously was like into it for a moment, and then he realized, oh, you're just sort of like pressing the buttons to win the game, aren't you? And I'm I'm by the way enjoying that greatly. And so then that's the other side. I enjoyed it greatly. So if you enjoy it greatly, then maybe that is the game. But, anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, so maybe that's where we stay, you know, right here. We stop. We, we've we we've got a little taste of it so far. It looks like some people might contemplate using a controller after the impassioned speeches we've heard today. Um, or not, as the case may be, you know, gave us pledge to beat it on mouse and I, keyboard. I was going to say, I think it made them more hard-headed to complete this game. I don't know. Matt's a wild card. A he might pull a controller out. Um, I don't know if he will. I might Matt, it. will you? I'll give it a shot so kind i i i wholeheartedly believe that you should okay here's a nice challenge in the next week we challenge james to beat it with a keyboard (laughs) (laughs) just uh no okay no Uh, balls no balls wow it's true i have no balls um, you weren't going to say that publicly, but so he said it, so you have to roll with it now. Okay, and just like that, we are done today. Um, thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you. It's been fun, and we'll see you next week where we will hopefully beat this game and maybe talk lightly more about the story if we don't realize that, you know, there wasn't any. Um, Wait, there's a story? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If that doesn't happen to us next week, we will talk more about that, and also just maybe there's some more mechanics We'll talk around. more about Valorant next oh, week. Oh, my God. We should do another Valorant episode, yeah. I think, but. Anyways, that's a that's a different topic. It's just because we're addicted to Valorant. I'm not addicted to Valorant. What are you talking McCoy's about? Like, <laughs> McCoy's like restraining himself from being like, so are we trying to play after oh. this or what? <laughs> yeah, I was, what I was trying to do was anyway. take the angle of like, what do you mean we're addicted? You're addicted, James. I'm totally fine. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have to realize that other people don't play as much or even watch as much Valorant or consume as much Valorant ecosystem as I do. So, like, they just don't know, and it's okay for them not to know. You have to be okay with that. Because I'm sitting there like, wait, like, you don't watch, like, three hours of streams, like, on Valorant, like, from professional players, like, every day to, like, keep your, your, your you know, your knife sharp, if you would? Like, oh. And then I just, like, sit there, and I'm like, well, I, I think you're wrong to do that if you want to win, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> I guess you can have your life back. <laughs> like, fine. <If> you insist. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Um, We out of here. Thank you, everyone. Take care. All right.